Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mornings with Brian. We're so glad to have you with us. I'm so sorry that it's been so long since I released the last episode. I don't know if it's the holidays or what, but I can't seem to find enough minutes in the day to uh, get everything that I need to get done done. But here I am back with you again, getting ready for uh, another set of messages. You know, as we're going into the holiday season, um, it's there's a lot of excitement in the air and people are out shopping and people are doing all the things that you normally do in social events during the holiday season. And sometimes we just have to step back and remind ourselves that not everyone is as lucky as we are. And it's a time to count our blessings for all the things that we've been given this past year. And remember that there are those that need a little extra something from us that we could possibly give during this holiday season. So just keep that in mind. And uh, as we go throughout these next few days to get us through the rest of the year. And with that, we'll start with this week's episode. The first message I have for you is called, You Still Can Be What You Might Have Been. And I really came up with this from a quote that I saw by George Eliot that said, it's never too late to be what you might have been. And uh, I'm certainly a firm believer of that. You know, one of the great goals in life is to find our purpose, to discover that reason that we were put on the planet and our reason for being. And some people find it early on and some find it much later in life. But unfortunately, there are those that go through life and may discover it at all because they fail to look. However, the most important thing is that you never believe that it's too late to discover what you might have been, not as long as we still have the breath to breathe. There are some people that are just destined to be great. It's why they're here, and although life may deal them bad hands in the beginning, they persevere to go on and do amazing things that leave an impression on the very society that they were a part of. And sometimes they're a product of their circumstances, while other times they create their own path. They all have a common ingredient, and that is the will and desire to believe and work hard to become what they envision themselves to be. They know and understand their purpose and have this innate ability to get others to join that purpose with them. As we search for our purpose, it's only natural that we're going to try and fail. It is those individuals that use those failures as stepping stones to success that eventually lead them to experience their purpose to the fullest. Those failures become a roadmap to success that keep them along the path to achieving that which they desire most. The interesting thing is that while the majority of us may recognize the greatness in these people, there are those that won't simply because they've not been able to discover their own reason for being. It's often easier for people to tear down rather than build up and support in order to make themselves feel more complete. This is the unfortunate side of human nature. The thing to remember is that greatness doesn't necessarily mean recognition. Our purpose can be great in its own way and never see the light of day. The world may never know us, but our soul does. And that which we have been able to accomplish provides us with the satisfaction that we know why we are here and what our role in this world was meant to be. The most important thing is to remember that it's never too late. We always have an opportunity to be what we might have been if we only believe and try. This second message I titled, The Treasures of Life. Throughout our lives, we have the opportunity to encounter the most amazing people. Some stick along the way, some remain in our periphery but are never forgotten, and some are there only for a fleeting moment and leave their mark and move on. And if we're truly lucky, we have a few that are almost one with our soul, to the point that you can finish each other's sentences and think each other's thoughts. They have this innate ability to call or text just at the right time when you need them most. It's as if you're so connected that when the need is there, the universe sends out a signal, and like magic, there they are. 
I believe in our lives that there are just certain people that were meant to be a part of it. When you look back at how they came into your life, all of the things that had to fall into place for that meeting to take place seems astounding. The times, places, and circumstances are often so far out of the norm that chances are you should have never met at all. But you did, and there was a reason for that. These individuals are the true treasures of life. They are the people that are a phone call away when you're in need. They're the people that you would drop everything for if they were in need. They are the people that you may not see for months at a time, yet when you are together, it is as if time never passed. They know all your deepest secrets, share in all your accomplishments, support you in your endeavors, and hold you up when you need it most. Equally, you would do the same for them. They don't have to be told who they are because they know who they are. I've talked before about the periodic need to weed life's garden when there are relationships that are not bearing fruit and keeping us from the parts of the garden that nurture our soul the most. Life is busy for all of us, and it certainly isn't getting any slower. So it's incredibly important to carve out the times that allow us to keep those treasures fresh and alive while they're still in our lives to do that. My treasures know who they are, and they are never far from my mind and always in my heart. My hope is that you too have these people in your life that continue to nourish your soul. If you've lost contact or too much time has gone by, make a point to reach out to them today. I'm sure that both you and they will be glad that you did. My mom and dad live in a small town in Florida, and uh, they have the most amazing neighbors who are always there for them uh, whenever they need it, which gives me a sense of comfort being so far away that they are taken care of in their times of need whenever I can't get there. And I wrote this next message specifically for them called, They Just Do It. When you live in your home for many years and are used to the person living next to you for so long, it's often a bit daunting when the person is gone and you have new neighbors moving in. You tend to wonder what they will be like and whether or not the life you are used to in your neighborhood will change for the better or worse. Such was the case for my parents years ago when the lady that lived next to us since I was a kid was gone and new neighbors arrived. Well, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that my mom and dad hit the jackpot. You can tell when people are just innately good people and such was the case with my parents' neighbors. They were always kind, helpful, considerate, and the perfect neighbors for my parents. Where their true humanity shined, however, was when my grandmother got ill and wound up going in the nursing home, and eventually when my dad developed his lymphoma and no longer had the strength to do all the things that he could do prior. Living away from your parents, you always wonder how they'll get along without you as they enter their older years. You can only do so much from so far, and when the tough tasks arise, other than hiring people, you wonder how they will get done. But if you're lucky, you get a godsend like Artie. He's just one of these people that make it happen. He didn't ask if he could mow my parents' lawn. He just did it. When my brother and I refurbished my parents' bedroom, he didn't ask if he could pick up parts for us. He just went. When we replaced the fireplace in their living room, he didn't ask if he could drive over a 100 miles round trip to pick it up in his truck. He did it. And when they needed lumber to repair the fence that had fallen down around their pool, he didn't ask if he could pick it up and help me repair it. He just did it. That's the kind of man that he is. But that's only one half of the dynamic duo. His wife Jody became a friend and a confidant for my mother, someone that she could talk to, share with, and vent her frustrations as she was dealing with her own issues with my grandmother and my dad. That person you know that if you go over and knock on the door, the person's going to answer no matter what they're doing and be there for you. The person that allows you to be a part of their life while taking interest in yours. I would venture to say that at this point, Artie and Jody are no longer neighbors. They've become family. 
They're the type of people that you pray for when your house is empty next door. They're the people that prove that humanity is alive and well, and that neighborhoods can still be what they were meant to be, the place where you feel safe, a part of community, and cared for. They will always have a special place in my heart for being there in the times where my brother and I could not, and for that we are truly grateful. I hope that you too are as lucky to have neighbors like Jody and Artie. At the beginning of this podcast, I talked about not being able to find enough minutes in the day. Uh, And so it's appropriate that this next message is titled, Life is a Balancing Act. On my blog that I write and in previously my podcast, I, I talked a lot about making the most of life's minutes. The decisions that we make every morning in relation to those 1,440 minutes can often have an impact on what not only the rest of our day will be like, but our month, our year, and sometimes the remainder of our lives. There is no escape from the decisions that we have to make as long as there's another breath to breathe. Recently, I had by chance an opportunity to talk to one of our wonderful card angels in Illinois. She asked me a question that many people ask, how do you do it all? A full-time job, a full-time nonprofit, taking care of family, visiting with friends, and travel. I told her the same thing that I tell most people. My grandmother's blood runs through me. She was one of those people that could never sit still, always had to be doing something, and kept very busy. It was what fed her soul. She lived to 96, and even in her last days, we always said that if she ever stopped, we were afraid that would be the end. And up until the end, she never did. However, one of the things that I learned is that it's so important to balance your life with things that feed and nourish your stomach, as well as things that feed and nourish your soul. And when you do, you tend to find this inner strength that gives you what you need to power through all the things that need to be accomplished. Another secret is to surround yourself with good, competent people where it isn't all left up to you and you know that the things that need to get done will get done. I do that in my work life, the program, and my personal life. It's equally important to include people in your life that help nourish your soul as well and let those people fill those areas where you need a little support and nourishment for you personally. People who make you smile when it's playtime, those that support your causes and are there for you in the ups and downs, people that include you in their life's journey but also are your go-to when life is letting you down. Finally, it's necessary to find that which you love and just do it. The outlet for my anxiety and thing that invigorates me the most when I feel like I've had enough is my travel. Getting away, seeing other cultures, having some downtime, and just being with friends or family helps to recharge the battery that keeps everything else going. It isn't always easy to leave everything behind when so many people are counting on you, but it's something that must happen to be able to sustain the kind of existence that many of us live. If your life feels a little out of whack, then take a good accounting of the things that are sapping your soul and those that are feeding it. Bring those things into balance and ensure that you have the support system that is necessary for a healthy, balanced life. It is only then that we can keep it all in perspective and make the most of what life has to offer. In my final message today, I talk about seizing the moment. And so I titled this message, Seizing the Moment is Awesome. Sometimes in life, the unexpected moments are the ones that turn out to be the best and create the most amazing memories. You know, those moments that aren't planned, but when you're in the moment, you wish the time would stand still and you could be in that moment forever. Then before you know it, it's over and then you have to go back to reality and the everyday world. I often wonder why those moments don't happen anymore. Is it because we're so busy that when the opportunity arises for them to happen, the possibility passes by without us even realizing the opportunity was there? 
Is it because we're so busy with our everyday lives that we just don't make room for those kind of moments to become a reality? Or is it that our lives have become so mundane and routine that we no longer seek those opportunities because living in those moments just takes too much effort? I would venture to say that sometimes it's a combination of all the above, and other times it's just because we find it difficult to stop and just be in that moment. It's funny when those times happen that we find them almost impossible to repeat. That moment at a dinner where everything was spectacular isn't so hot the next time you go and try it again. That moment with friends where you laughed your heads off isn't quite as funny the next time you're all together. That experience that was so amazing wasn't quite as amazing when you duplicated it. And why is that? Well, when you think about it, a lot of things have to happen to put you in that moment, at that time, and that place. People's demeanors, the environment, and all the outside influences that are coming together during that particular moment are almost impossible to align exactly the same way. It's kind of like lightning not striking the same place twice. And that means only one thing. When we have those opportunities, we have to take full advantage of them. Some of my best memories are when the unexpected happen. I've met friends that have lasted a lifetime, discovered places that have become my favorite places in the world, and had moments of self-discovery that have nourished my soul. My hope for you is that you also have those same moments and that when you look back, you smile, laugh, and sometimes even cry. Life's amazing moments are a gift and we all deserve a lot more of them. So that's it. This week's episode of Mornings with Ron. So glad to be back with you again. I thank you for coming uh, and listening to this week's podcast. I appreciate you allowing me into your life to become a part of your life. And I hope that something I've said nourishes the soul and you find some nugget to be able to enhance your own life as well. So as you go out into this great big world of ours this week, always, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles. <laughs>